hi, and welcome to another episode of the Get More Students podcast. I'm your co-host, Alex Asher, CEO of LearnCube. And I'm Herbert Goza, founder of Herbert Goza Digital. Now, we are definitely hitting the end of 2022, Herbert. So mm, this is definitely yes. an episode to date us, but this is definitely a good time for us to reflect on, yeah, a, quite a year, right? Absolutely. I feel, uh, I'm sure everyone feels, feels this way, but the 2022 just, uh, flew by, uh, and a lot happened, uh, and excited to talk about our, yeah, kind of biggest learnings of 2022 and a recap. Um, one of the things I thought was really interesting just going back, like, Literally, we went through and kind of looked at all of the different <laughs> podcasts that we've done over this year. And even starting out with episode 29, pretty much at the start of this year, and we looked at what were the trends shaping the future of language education and tutoring. Uh, we'd kind of come up with quite a few kind of high-level ideas. Uh, the ones that really stood out to me was uh, yeah, we thought, you know, digital acceleration. We did think that the China regulations would re- obviously remain, but also remain like a bit of a, uh, a change in the focus as well for, for many, many companies and many businesses and, um, and that opportunity as well. Uh, we, we thought of, you know, we were already seeing a lot of venture capital at the start of this year and then kind of where that's going. And then we, we had these ideas around sort of data. Uh, and even a potential recession, even back then, we were kind of uh, mm. looking at all these things. And, and how it's paid out is um, it's no surprise that digital acceleration has remained a very persistent trend, would you say, Herbert? Uh, definitely, especially, you know, coming coming from digital marketing and digital advertising, mm. uh, oh, just uh, new new things have been coming out um so 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 quickly uh and just adjusting and and catching on to trends uh mm. i'm sure we'll uh, explore this further uh in a podcast on on 2023 trends but yeah uh digital acceleration um was definitely very present but mm. also um the comeback of totally of agree study travel mm-hmm. um and just traveling in person experiences uh we had a crazy year with some of our clients i think uh, uh record breaking years um so wow. uh, so fantastic very good to see i definitely saw that even though learncube is really exposed to um you know what's going on digitally we i was actually also I, I, it's a really good thing that mm. you know there was this really kind of reconnection back to a lot of face to face we certainly saw that in, as you say, study travel. Um, interestingly enough, less so in the corporate language training space, very much a mm. persistence to, hey, look, things have moved on and actually online language teaching kind of can make a bit more sense when yeah. more companies are more remote and and that kind of thing. And that social aspect may not be quite as important from the learning perspective for adults. Um if they're in companies where there's also hierarchies and various other reasons why they might find that um, face-to-face not not as easy as, say, online. So I've definitely noticed that, but I definitely, particularly in the tutoring space, seen a lot more going back. And certainly in you know, English UK, I mean, there's been some nice bounce back. So I'm really excited yes, for the industry. Finally. <laughs> been the year. Um, the other thing that we're seeing... Uh, just to tap into that venture capital point, we we saw a lot of 
and you know, we saw a lot of capital being raised even at the start of this year. But actually now that's really slowed down, I think, particularly mm. with quite honestly, a bit of an evaporation from a lot of the tech companies over the, when I say evaporation, certainly a, a very big reduction in uh, share prices and you know, even big companies laying off lots of staff at the end of this year. S- saying that though, we're seeing a sort of consolidation. We saw, for example, uh, Pearson by Monley. We saw big companies like GoFluent that have raised lots of capital starting to acquire quite a few companies, including Student Christ and some of the other tutoring businesses. Um, and I think we're probably going to see that kind of consolidation continue in 2023. Yeah. Um, the uh, one thing that I've definitely noticed is just the import, like uh, we've definitely seen amongst our own customers, the importance of understanding sort of the data aspects like GDPR was like, the kind of lead in that in Europe and it's like oh it's only going to happen in Europe and then we've really noticed with some of our customers like American data laws becoming really uh, very stringent Mm. (laughs) very stringent Mm -hmm. and there's been sort of data breaches and various other things so it's been interesting to to watch that as well and we are sort of seeing that internet starting to break into pieces in different regional areas so I'm very curious to watch that space and I think since people are wanting to um, teach online and globally just being aware of the different regional sectors when it comes to data might become an increasingly um, interesting trend Um, and then in podcast 30 we kind of like hey you know what's going to happen and yeah we did kind of go hey you know we're going to see a bit of a a recession here Um, we're starting to see more and more signs that that things getting a bit harder for people However, I would say that in general, from at least from LearnCube customers, demand and you know what's being delivered is still fairly strong. Uh, yeah, on on the in person side as well. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't notice uh, a recession as no. of yet uh, if you look at the numbers for for, no. for some of our clients. So, um, which is a great thing, but um, yeah. who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I think there's a bit of who knows, but I think hopefully there is mm. some room for optimism that yeah, you know, maybe there's some slowing of growth rather than yeah, you know, a total kind of uh, negative sort Collapse. of situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's just a lot of certainly even in the in-person sector, as you said, there's still some kind of pent up demand for that. And in the online yeah. sector, because it's so much more convenient and accessible and available, and people are familiar with it, that also seems like an option that people can continue. Um, so either all, I think uh, it's looking good for 2023. So that was uh, one of the sides of things we, we were talking about was, hey, you know, what do we say was going to happen and, and how has that kind of panned out? Um, the next thing is uh, I thought we'd just kind of pick out two kind of major themes of our podcast. And certainly one of the earlier podcasts that we had at the start of the year still kind of held true for me. It was a uh, a really nice conversation with Julia um, mm. Silver at the start Silver. on really how to sell trust. It was actually, it's always been one of our top performing uh, podcasts in terms of downloads. So I've always been interested why others are also interested by that. <laughs> I think it's because it, it it's um, it's kind of universal. Like no matter what business you're doing and in education or outside of it, you're still selling trust. 
And that kind of trust can come in the form of a lot of different ways. And Herbert, you've been fantastic about talking about, you know, using images, you know, what kind of trust, you know, images convey more trust, like what kind of language conveys more trust. We've been talking to death about niches, you know, niches provide a lot of trust as well, because in the end, you're talking better than any of your competitors about your particular area. So I thought that was an interesting point. Uh, that also, when you when you look at some of our ongoing podcasts, they kind of are, um, yeah, you Related. notice sort of the, the mm. same kind of themes coming out. Themes. Mm. Uh, I completely agree. And especially in the online space, uh, there's so much competition mm. uh, and so many new um, products, offers, companies popping up. Mm. And, uh, you know, how are you differentiating yourself to, to all of those? Mm. And it is about you know, building that authority, having multiple touch points across different mm. channels and, and engaging with your audience in a very authentic way in order to build social proof and trust so that when uh, it comes time to them to, uh, mm. to, to make a, a purchasing decision that uh, they feel comfortable uh, with you and what you offer. One thing that I think we should, uh, I'm going to plug ourselves a little bit, but be be proud of is I think this podcast, for example, these like, constant continuous conversations mm. and doing them regularly and really kind of just turning up i think people really like that um certainly even our own prospects and customers Absolutely. a they found the content really helpful i found it really rewarding myself i always enjoy mm. our conversations here but but it, it, it forces you to be a lot more um present about what's going on rather than getting totally consumed with you know your own particular business so i found that then engaging not just uh, with your own customers, but with the sector and kind of really having yeah. those kind of meaningful conversations is a really helpful, helpful thing. And particularly if you try to build authority as well. I completely agree. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of work as, as yeah. you know, um, whether you want to start a podcast or mm-hmm. build a YouTube channel or yeah. even, you know, start one of your Instagram or TikTok profiles or whatever that might be. It's a lot of work and mm-hmm. um, especially being consistent, but it pays off uh, in the long term mm-hmm. um, because people, especially longer form content like YouTube videos and podcasts, you know, once they're recorded, once they're edited, once you've uploaded them, they're there for forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, 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 and people search, you know, for, for the topics that we're talking about. Yeah. And once they stumble across, across them, they obviously check out the other videos or the other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And immediately you have a connection with them um, that you otherwise uh, would have to work very, very hard for. And I think, yeah, and this could, totally can be applied to any anyone's education business. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you, I, I, do, I do, I have found podcasts particularly helpful because they're this this conversation that you just you just have to turn up and, and do it. Um, blogs can sometimes be like, oh well, no one's, uh, you know, are they going to people are people really going to kind of read it or are they going to show up? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes just having something a bit more visual that you really can get kind of more immediate feedback um, on is, is a good thing. Um, yeah. I, I'm just looking at some of the podcasts we've, we've done that are all about this selling trust and being professional and, and really turning up. Um, podcast, our, uh, episode 37, we talked to Nicola Lutz about uh, keeping a steady stream of students. 
And, and we talked to some really great sales strategies that I've definitely employed and found them really helpful, including just following up. Like, I'm exactly. amazed that like, even it's now, follow I, was, up. <laughs> oh, I was like, the other day, I was like, no, I followed up with this person like six or seven times. There's no way this person's interested mm-hmm. now. And, you know, what happens just for Christmas? Oh, like, hey, you the know, eighth like, time. Hey, <laughs> Alex, it. oh, remember me? Um, it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, and making sure that you're keeping leads warm, even if they're a, a, a dead lead, so to say, yeah. um, you know, they, they've maybe ghosted you, they, they yeah. haven't replied, mm-hmm. but, you know, keeping them on your newsletter um, yeah. list and, and making sure you have some sort of touch point. And they'll even say things like, oh, you know, I, I've been meaning to get in touch with you. I keep on seeing yeah. you on this exactly. social media platform or whatever, and you keep mm-hmm. on creating this great content. I've only mm-hmm. been able to listen to a few, but I think I'm going to listen to some more. And all of that kind of <laughs> stuff, it really kind of adds up. And and I, I thought that was a really useful point from Nicola was just like, don't be scared to keep following up. Um, exactly. We talked a lot of, I mean, even just more recently talking about trust building yeah, we were talking about even like marketing your online teaching experience and mm. the visuals you use, like what's the yeah, landing what's the page. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like how are you really um, proving that you're, you've got what, it, you know, what these customers are and these prospects are looking for um, building your communities, you know, actually one of the ones that we talked about as well that I think we're going to talk a little bit more is about your strategy getting stale. And maybe actually that's a good kind of, segue to this other kind of key kind of genre that we were talking about before (laughs) Herbert which was your strategy and also the different channels you can try and experiment with yeah especially with uh, student acquisition Mm -hmm. um you know a lot of a lot of uh traditional language schools uh, maybe Mm -hmm. established language schools uh their their go-to channel so to say is through agents which Mm -hmm. is fantastic of course Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but you know, there are other direct channels out there that, uh, these schools can explore. And it's about, I guess, not, uh, resting on your laurels and, and kind of, uh, continue doing what has always been done, but being open to change, being open to new strategies, new ideas. And we talked a lot about, uh, you know, different platforms and channels, um, this year from, uh, Facebook ads. You know, I, I talked about how to um, launch your first Facebook ads to uh, TikTok, which mm-hmm. uh, has become has exploded really yeah. for for companies, um, not just individuals, not just teenagers, yeah. but for companies both in B two C and B two B. A lot Episode of amazing 41. things happen, <laughs> happening, yeah, on TikTok yeah. Um, uh, with company profiles. So. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, email marketing, of course. I, I feel that there has, uh, I mean, email marketing was never was never mm-hmm. gone, so to say, but uh, it's becoming even more, uh, um, having a little bit of a comeback um, right now. And I sure. think that will be even more important uh, next year. Um, to, That's you know, episode just copy 47. Mm. That's yep. episode 47. And then episode 51, I think we also talked about emails, but copywriting as a whole and how important that is to make sure you're using the right words you're using the right language that resonates with your target audience yeah i thought those 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 were all kind of key highlights for me as well and um, it's sort of amazing how this is even just our our year is kind of formulated into our own strategy so podcast 48 you know was about 
you know, stopping your strategy getting stale. We really talked about resilience in your your strategy and being adaptive and um and part of that not getting stale is trying new things, even if they don't work. <laughs> um exactly. But but that's how you find out what works yeah. and what doesn't work for you. Um and I think a lot of people are kind of risk averse mm-hmm. to, oh, you know, I don't want to spend whatever it is, thousands mm-hmm. of dollars testing out this new strategy. But mm-hmm. um you don't you don't know if that strategy is going to work it might be a gold mine it might be a dud but yeah. um um also i think uh part of that that podcast episode was bringing in other stakeholders and mm. so um making sure that you know your whole team um is 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 involved or you know specific people um and, and getting their points of view as well yeah i think it also means that you don't go for necessarily the the mainstream channels that it may just not may not work for you. You know, maybe you just don't have mm. the budget to kind of succeed with that particular channel. But there'll be plenty of other opportunities for you to try something that's maybe with a with a lower budget or no budget. Yeah. And, and you know, like sure. we even had like podcast thirty six <laughs> on webinars. You know, mm. using leads. You know, lead magnets. And Lindsay was fantastic um, with kind Very of explaining good. that. Um, you had episode thirty two on Facebook ads for beginners. So even if you didn't want to pay somebody to do it, you know, be able to try mm. that out. Um, we're I did agree with episode 41 on TikTok. I thought was really interesting because it challenged my view about what TikTok was. Like I was so resistant to even trying it because sure. for whatever reason, I was like, I just can't handle it. And, uh, you know, another social media channel, but, you know, looking at it was like, oh, this is really interesting and, and could, uh, with a bit of investment now, could really pay off in the future. And it's not just for for individuals and, and dance competitions. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I think one of the things that was really true on episode 47 on email marketing was how your list, and actually uh, Lindsay said it as well, the list is the only thing you mm. own. So email marketing, no matter what, is never going to go away. It is always no. your follow-up channel. And so all of those things are still about getting email addresses in order to kind of follow up. Exactly. Getting that zero-party data, especially in this um, uh the cookie-less world, mm-hmm. the privacy laws are changing. You've got to own your data. Um, yeah. And that's why email marketing is seeing a resurgence. Yeah. And what email marketing often comes back to still is like your content. So email yeah. marketing is generally not um, just sell, 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 sell. It's often got to come with like, here's some value. But to have value, you have to create the content. And so this kind of goes back to our original concept uh, and at least our own experience, Herbert, is by having something where you have to turn up and create something of value to somebody, you've always got something useful to add and also maybe an opinion to to land. And for me, I learn just so much by having these conversations. So yeah, it's always a good thing. So we're at the end of 2022. I I think we can say that it's it's been a, a really good year. I know that you know, your business at Digital uh, Herbert Digital has yeah. really expanded, and certainly at LearnCube as well. It's been a really good year. We've brought on lots of interesting language businesses that are interested in helping uh, improve and upgrade their systems with our virtual classroom and online school. And 2023, as I say, I don't think we're seeing signs that the recession is really cutting into customers that or maybe I don't think it's just our customers. I'd like to say it is, but I don't. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping that across the board, education is going to remain a stalled and we're going to, um, yeah, still find a lot of room for growth this year. 
I believe so. Yeah, seeing seeing the same thing. Uh, also, yeah, bringing on some 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 new types of customers. So uh, some learning apps, um, which yeah. would be very interesting as well. So totally. So um, thank you all, you listeners, for yeah listening to our our Get More Students podcast over this this year. Uh, we've really enjoyed having these conversations. One thing that we'd love to have a bit more of is feedback. Um, mm. Either you can send it to LearnCube at support at learncube.com, and that'll definitely get to me. But just tell us, you know, tell us how how you're finding out these podcasts and what you're enjoying. And yeah. if you've got something for Herbert in particular, Herbert, is there an email address they could send something to? Sure. I mean, they can uh, message me on LinkedIn, um, Herbert Gerzer, or um, send me an email at hello at herbertgoza.com again we'd love to hear your feedback uh what topics you'd like us to cover uh in the coming episodes um what guests you'd like uh to hear so yeah always open to uh new things so please send that in either support at learncube l-e-a-r-n-c-u-b-e.com or herbert goetzer so that is hello at herbergerza.com great again merry christmas happy new year happy holidays whatever <laughs> All that stuff i hope <laughs> you have a fantastic end of the year i hope you find yourself a nice break and we look to look forward to seeing you fresh in the new yes. year 2023 thanks again bye now <laughs> bye